Welcome to the GC Podcast, a podcast to help you develop into the healthiest ministry leader you can be by sharing practical ministry experience. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of GC Podcast. This podcast is devoted to exploring best ministry practices in the context of Grace Communion International Churches. I'm your host, Cara Garrity, and today we are going to continue our mini episodes for this quarter focused on process, practices of discernment, strategic planning, and ministry action plans. So let's welcome back Pastor Hector and Wonka, um, who are joining us to share their experiences with ministry action plans and their um, planning in the local context of their church, Communion de Gracia Internacional, Bogota. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining us again today. Thank you, Cara, for inviting us. Hello. Absolutely. And we appreciated all the wonderful insights you shared with us um, last month about your team-based processes of um, planning and putting together your ministry action plans. Today, I wanted to focus more um, even specifically on putting those action plans into action, right? Um, Sometimes we plan and then it stops at the planning. (laughs) Um, But with the ministry action plans, we really want to move into action and true participation in the ministry that God's up to in our very midst. And so I want to start with this question. What steps does your team take to actually put your ministry action plan into action? Yes, Kara. So the first step will be defining our goals as a team, defining uh, those goals. Um, it's a process that, that takes every member to, to uh, take some time uh, during the week or, um, for example, on Saturdays. We are meeting every single Saturday, the first Saturday of each month. We are gathering with uh, all the ministry leaders uh, and we are just going step by step, taking our time with a lot of patience and analyzing, for example, the calendar uh, in which we have all the information and analyzing uh, what is next, what is next and the steps that we need to work on, for example, the priority priorities that we have, and also the deadlines that we have for events. Uh, Most of the time we talk about what's happening during the week, um, what's happening, for example, on on Sundays, who is in charge of what. And so these steps that we take is basically to gathering each Saturday, gathering sometimes on Zoom, and uh, having clear our goals and specific uh, events that we have and the person respons- responsible for that. It, it is not always perfect, of course. People change, uh, for example, locations and uh, they, you know, they get pregnant, the, the families get bigger. And because of that, the, sometimes the dynamic uh, is challenging, but nonetheless, it's is you know of flowing, 
and is um, it is very positive. So basically, the steps are just to make time, make time to have meetings virtually or face-to-face. -face. Obviously, we like more meetings that are face-to-face -face because we can, you know, have a chocolate with with mm. uh, bread, whether we call here in Colombia como chocolate y, y pan. And so that's something that we love to do. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. when we do that, <laughs> we can make things happen and we talk about the, the events, all the plans. Yeah, so actually consistently meeting together as a team and then referencing the, the ministry action plan that you've put together as you meet and, and having those check-ins, that seems very practical and, um, you know, kind of a, a basic way to really make sure you're getting into action. Yeah, we, good. I could say, for example, in the Faith Avenue, uh, we decided to study We Believe Mm. So the every class, each class is planned with who is going to teach it in, in the group of the Faith Avenue. And we are preparing the leaders first. We want them to know our doctrine, what we believe. And also that's the first step because now we are preparing them to be teachers. So mm. we have a, a small group training those who are going to train others. And, and that has a, a specific timing. Uh, we give uh, the, the responsibilities to everybody in, with dates and subjects for everybody. And it has been very good. It's, it's good, the exercise. For example, last time, it was Tuesday, Tuesday, yesterday, we had a class on on the beliefs on hell, those that subject is very challenging. Uh, what is the future of those who are not in uh, are, are not really to or not willing to believe? Those who rejected the gospel, where are they going to end up? That's a very difficult mm -hmm. subject. So <laughs> that's why we have to train our leaders how to respond, how to prepare, how to uh, analyze certain scriptures. So we go through our booklet, We Believe. And I would say that's an example of, of how we planned specifically on how to reach things. And people are doing it. Uh, leaders are doing it. They are following their, 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 their plan. Mm. Yeah, that's excellent. And using the resources that are available to them. And I, I love that in what you said, I, I heard that, you know, you're putting into action that's going to create, putting to action plans that are going to create more action, right? You said your, your small group's training the people who are going to train more people and, and go from there. And so that's, that's a really neat thing um, that, that you're creating more and more motion and movement and participation, you all in our last episode talked about um, this calendar and this folder where you keep all of your plans and your ministry leaders are able to access it and all of the team members. It, can you share a little bit more about that process that you use to communicate um, your team, that your team uses to communicate with each other, your ministry action plan, um, just amongst all of the team members? Yes, of course. Of course. Uh, so basically, we have nine or ten uh, Google Sheets, uh, obviously in a, one file, 
and that file is shared with all the ministries and the leaders. Uh, the first one, you know, the first sheet is very important because because it talks about the mission, vision, and objectives, and mm. it, this is very important for all the people that it has access to this document, because we we um, don't forget our mission, our vision, uh, the theme that we have, and uh, the goals that each avenue has. In this case, we have the pastoral avenue. Uh, for example, in, in, in our case, we have for uh, 2023, we have to prepare and open spaces for young people who are going to participate in the proclamation of the gospel. This means that we are giving uh, spaces yeah, to young people uh, to preach, to be the leaders of ministries, uh, to have the opportunity to serve in, in church and outside the church in representation uh, of, you know, Grace Community International or, you know, obviously represent, representing Christ. Uh, but this is something that we want to do. And so we have been meeting with this, uh, these groups, preparing them. Also in the Hope Avenue, uh, we wanted to create an environment that leads people to worship uh, in community and preparing other people. So we have this idea uh, that we took uh, from from this, uh, uh, the giant, I don't know if I can mention that, but mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that we love the idea of, I do, you watch, I do, you help, you do, I help, you do, I watch. And we are kind of like implementing that system to developing new leaders, new, new servers. So, uh, we actually have a lot of new servers, people that are helping in the church, they're very, very committed, and we love that. And the same thing is happening in the Avenue of Faith and the Avenue of Love. All of that, all of those concepts are written in the first, uh, you know, part of the Google Sheets. Then we have the calendar. The calendar is super important uh, because it communicates to our team uh, basically the map, right? The the for example, on July the third, we have like this gathering about something. And then the, the 5th of July, uh, we had, for example, a Bible study, 7.30. And everybody knows that it's going to happen. And, and so it's super practical. Uh, it is an incredible way to communicate to our team because we also communicate this, these events every single Sunday uh, when we have, you know, our services. But it is, it is also written down in our calendar. And so that's super important. In addition to that, we had we have some platforms, for example, and so we have uh, the Facebook, you know, Facebook, Instagram. We used to have TikTok, but we decided not to continue. Um, we we do have something in spot on Spotify, uploading the sermons, and mm. and all of this has been working. You know, with, um, you know, the third part of our Google Sheet, because we have a schedule, for example, the, for, for example, most of the time we are sharing on Facebook on Saturdays because Facebook, we use Facebook just to announce, uh, you know, uh, our church gatherings. And so every, you know, every, everything that we do is reading there, uh, is, it is there, the information and so we love to have that because it communicates to our team. And uh, all the other remaining sheets are regarding the Avenue of Hope. And if you go, for example, to the Avenue of Hope, 
you will find everything related, like the manuals, um, like everything that we have developed, you know, uh, you know, regarding regarding the worship team or the servants ministry, the children's ministry, everything is there. Uh, the youth ministry, all of the ideas, the goals, uh, the dates. There's like a, an, you know, everything, <laughs> you know, the the information about the the young people attending, uh, the the meetings, the 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 women's ministry. Uh, it is the same for the avenue of love. You have, uh, we have, for example, the evangelism manuals that are basically like church hacks that we have taken very mm. seriously because they apply to our context. Uh, the prayer meeting link. Um, we have something that is called the Chocolatada, for example, in the love avenue is the third Saturday Saturday of each month. We have that Chocolatada, which is basically sharing food and, and the message um, you know, of, of, of the gospel with, uh, with people from the community. And so this is something that we, we are always doing in the love, love Avenue right now and everything is planned there. So I think that the process that we use to, that, that we use to communicate our team map is basically to have this document, uh, very available to all the leaders and, and to remind ourselves every single Saturday that, Hey, This next Saturday, remember, there's, there's like this event. We, we, we expect this person to be in charge. Uh, for example, you uh, or the, this couple is going to be, you know, preparing the, the music and, or, or you guys are going to do this and that. And so everybody knows what they are supposed to do. And there's always movement. And we love that. We love that the, the church is always moving. Um, for example, something positive that I can, that we can tell you now uh, today is that The last Saturday was like, like the, the, the church was full. We had two, two weddings. And so there okay. were a lot of people visiting church. Uh, we had the chance, you know, of, of celebrating love, celebrating love and, and, and you know, the love uh, of, of couples that want to live uh, in, in Christ. And so this is, this is something that we continue to do. We love to be always Uh, with events. Yeah, we had a wedding on Saturday and then Sunday we had the second wedding and every one of those couples invited their families. So we had people attending our church who were who are not members, but they were participating in this activity. So it was good. It was excellent because it was apart from church services. It was different activities. So it was a good thing. And it was already planned because people who are going to get married, was, well, they they plan in advance things. So we were able to plan these things from months ago. And we have a, a group of people who help us in planning and doing things, the servers who are involved in, the, in that, people who make the cake, The wedding cake mm. uh, are members and people who serve the, the food are members. Uh, so it was excellent. It was a lot of work, but it was a good weekend last weekend. It was excellent. So we are happy because of that. Also, um, as we stop airing our radio program because of different reasons, one of those are economic reasons to expensive. Now we are doing shorts in YouTube and we send our shorts, those uh, one minute 
YouTube um, shows, I would say, we send them daily to our members and also we publish them in Facebook and in YouTube, of course. So it has been also a good idea. And all of that had been planned because uh, we needed a, a way to cover our lack of the radio program. So, but it's coming along very well. Yeah, I wanted to add to that, that it is incredible you to see uh, people moved by the spirit and just serving and helping in these events. So the last uh, Saturday, I think it was, oh, it was Sunday, you know, one of the girls that was helping out with the, you know, taking the cake and, and the beverages and all of that, she fell, you know, on the, uh, in the stairs. Oh. But she was, she was like, no, I'm, I want to continue. Don't worry. I'm okay. Uh, well, obviously she was, um, we, we kind of like immobilized her a, a little bit to see if it was too serious, but the, you know, the attitude, attitude and, and also, and also the love so, to serve. It is incredible. It is just absolutely incredible. Uh, it's like a joy to serve others and just to celebrate together all yeah, of these events. I, I, I saw the, the servants, you say the servants, uh, all of them working together. And I was so thankful with them. Uh, after the activities, the two activities, because the uh, the group of people who serve in both weddings were the same, I gave them uh, a lot of thanks. I was so moved because of their service, their willingness to participate, to give their time. Um, that's great to see people so involved and loving what they are doing it, it it is it is great so we had we had gathered during the week virtually planning everything uh we had everything clear like the you know of the the arrival of the bride everything was like written down specifically uh all the let's say all the things that you know needed to be done had someone responsible Uh, while one server was working, for example, uh, in the in the flowers and, and uh, you know gath gathering all the things, all others were you know just uh, you know dealing with the tables and stuff like that. But everything was written down, yeah. and so That's that good. that that process to communicate uh, like the map in 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 that Excel file, oh, sorry sheets uh, sheets file on Google, it is it is absolutely. Practical and incredible. Yeah. It is an yeah, example. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like this um, open communication that you have that's very clear allows mm. those like more people to participate um, yeah. in that process. Like you, you both were saying, you were really amazed at the folks who, who served even, you know, for these weddings and You know, I've been picking up on even in, in the ministries, a lot more people have been able to participate as you all have have grown in, in the avenues um, and, and planning in this way. And so, I, you know, I, I really appreciate that. And one of the things that, that um, I want to point out that I see in your kind of communication with your with your teams and your leaders is it's kind of like standardized. You guys have a clear system and process that you use that your leaders know about. Um, you mentioned that everyone has access to these things. It's in a central location. And so it's not 
random or haphazard your communication. It's not like, oh, when I remember to tell so-and-so, I'll tell them about this event that I just scheduled, right? It's very consistent. Um, It sounds very, um, you know, like streamlines where you you know what to expect your leaders know what to expect and they know that they can depend on this communication system to know what's happening and what's expected of them to know what they're responsible for and what they're not what's coming up Um, and I think that that is so so important for a communication system for a team Um, when communication is strong like that you see something like how seamlessly it sounds like this wedding happened but when communication breaks down that might be when you know you should up for an event and you're like well who's serving the food and who's bringing Uh this out and what time is this happening um but i love that this this really standardized system of communication that that you all have developed and kind of put to use with your teams frees you um to work really smoothly together i think that that's so excellent and you found the right system that works for you all um but it's consistent um, yeah, it, it's a system. It's one that everybody knows and can access. Yeah, I, I would add that it has to do also with gifts. The the servants, we have some people there that are really gifted people. They are organizers, people who know how to organize a wedding, people who have experience because they don't work only with us, but also they are they have experience outside the church helping in this uh, kind of organizing events. So we have a lady that is very well trained in this organizing things. So I think that she has the gift. Also, yeah. I would say in that aspect, and I would say also that in the other avenues is the same. For example, Monica, who is the one who leads the Faith Avenue, she is a very uh Converted. She's a teacher. She's a teacher. She mm. teaches English and French. Uh-huh. And oh wow! But but she has so much passion, you know, to teach. She loves the Lord, and she trains herself and prepare herself to teach. We believe. So uh, we have. I would say that we are uh, blessed with her in that um, in in he, in her role as the leader of the Faith Avenue, she has the gift. So I would say the gift in people is very important. And we are blessed that we have people that have the gift to lead to lead each avenue. Yes. And because of those people, you know, those incredible people, we feel that we are experts now. Because for yeah. example, with the with the person in charge of the weddings, uh these two weddings are nothing, you know, we have done more weddings this year and we're just like, you're just, um, uh, kind of like used to now, like the whole event. Oh, now we are experts because she's like so organized <laughs> and she tells everybody what to do so that suddenly, yeah, you know, she's gifted. So maybe we are also learning from, from, from her and that's an incredible process, you know. <laughs> yeah, to see her function is good to see her how organized she is. Yes. Yes, yes. And and I think about that that's um 
That's a really cool thing that you guys sound like a well-oiled machine that people are serving in their right spots and that you've set up kind of this, um, almost like this, this cool dance with your leadership where people know when to step forward and they kind of, they kind of lead, um, and they know when to step back and someone else is leading according to their gift thing. And because you have some of these foundational structures in place, um, she's able to step forward and be like, okay, I know what to do. Like I can tell everyone what to do. And we've got this communication system that, that we need and she can just go forward and, and serve in her gift thing. And like you said, it's then it's like nothing, right? Like, okay, whatever. We had a wedding. That's, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, I would say, I would mention uh, in front of Juan Carlos, I have to say and recognize that Juan Carlos is a very important person right now because he's in charge of all the Hope Avenue and he does an excellent job organizing the the worship, uh, everything, every little aspect in what happens during the church service, the call, the, 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 the getting, gathering every Sunday. He's in charge of that. He's the one who plans the songs that we are going to sing and who is going to do what. And he also is in charge of the equipment and the, and the YouTube uh, uh, record of the sermons and publishing the sermons and all of that. It, it is Juan Carlos. So I am a blessed person that Juan Carlos and, and Paulina, they do a lot of things. So I am a blessed pastor <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> I do little, very little, because I have a good uh, team of people working around me, which are very efficient. And Juan Carlos, of course, with technology is very good. I'm not <laughs> that good. I am a little bit behind <laughs> in many, many things, but he is uh, updated all the time, which is a blessing for me. Well, I believe that we are just a, a, a team, a very gifted team. So um, the person that, you know, is responsible for the weddings or the pe- person that is responsible for, uh, we have something that is called El Mercado de la Libra, which is kind of like, a, let's say, uh, some help that we are giving to people that are in need. And so we usually buy kind of like food and we gather that food and every single Sunday we give that food to people that are in need, right? So to some families. And we have a person that is very outgoing. She's incredible. And she has a very interesting charisma. And I think that, you know, we're just doing, you know, our part in whatever we are like designed to do. And that's, that's one beautiful thing that can happen. We are like not, not a small community, I will say, but we're growing and we are, everybody's doing like some things. We pray that we will continue like that. Like that. Uh, we see God is helping, blessing us. And so we hope that we will continue growing healthy and of course, our goal is in 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 some future, if if we continue in this way that we are being trained, we want to start a new congregation. Of course, according to instructions and to do it well, to to be a success, and to do it um, not just in a hurry, but 
very well planned, but we wanted to, we would like to have a, a, a church, a, a daughter church. Mm. Yeah, that's, oh, we join you in prayer for that. That would be an incredible, um, incredible future that God would bring you to. Oh, I just love hearing about what God's doing in your midst. But for time's sake, I have just one more question for, for you all. As you know, your team works together in this really well-oiled machine kind of way, um, and, and you're able to communicate really clearly and you communicate process, progress, sorry, to one another um, on each assignment, on each area of responsibility and, and event. Um, what, is, what does it look like on your team to um, make sure that you have that, um, I guess, kind of rhythm of, of accountability with one another to make sure that uh, we all are following through on the things that, that we say we're going to by the deadlines that, that we say that we're going to. What does that look like for you guys? Well, I will definitely have to say that is to be accessible. When we are accessible, relationships flourish and that's the key, to have good relationships, to have good communication. Obviously, nothing is perfect. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be, you know, problems because uh, we're human and we right. <laughs> usually don't communicate well. What Whatever we want to say, sometimes an, another person, the other person understands something completely different or has a different idea. So the process is... It's challenging sometimes to reach kind of like a, an agreement, but along the way is just expressing love, uh, patience, and joy to serve together. And I think that that is truly the secret of, of a healthy church, just good relationships. There are going to be problems and things along the way, but but, you know, how we solve those issues and how we talk to, to, you know, to the others and how do, how do we communicate or, uh, we communicate the, the ideas in the best possible way is, is, uh, our intended impact, you know, the, the actions that we're having, the, the effectiveness, um, after an event to measure, uh, you know, the, whatever happened, good or bad, what can we improve? Sometimes, you know, not, like nothing is perfect, right? Uh, mm. There are, we forget about something or, uh, not, you know, it was not, something happened that it was not supposed to happen, but we just like reinvent ourselves. We just have to move um, forward, moving forward and to have a very positive attitude uh, and just, accepting that we are all human. And I'm going to give you, a, you know, an example. Sometimes um, when we are preparing the, the presentation for the songs, something happens along the way and we have some grammar mistakes. And so <laughs> that is something that, you know, can be frustrating. Mm-hmm. But if we if we take it too seriously, you know, it can be a problem. So it's just like, don't worry, take it easy, just just fix it, and just move along, and let's sing together. Let's have a great mm-hmm. time because stress er, stress is every, everywhere in our jobs and you know in the streets. 
Uh, so even if we have problems and difficulties, and even though nothing is perfect, sometimes we just continue. And it doesn't matter if uh, the computer explodes or something, you know, unexpected happens. We are suddenly, you, we know, you know, the other time we, we, we were without electricity in the mm. middle of uh, the worship and, you know, the face is, uh, suddenly we, we kind of like, it was like a little bit of laughter, but we just continue uh, kind of like singing. And it's just like the, uh, the adaptability to continue forward and not being so perfect that everything is, is kind of like a problem, but just like adapting with what we have. Well, Kata, I want, I want, I would like to add something that uh, it comes to my mind right now. And it is also the the blessing that we have over here, I have over here, and it is to have a family integrated to all the aspects of the congregation. I I would say that, for example, Paulina, my wife, it is a very, very important, determined aspect of the growth of the church. So... Uh, when it comes to the maturity of the pastor, I would say that a family that is integrated to the activities of the congregation, that the whole family loves the, the church and all of them participate and speak or are involved somehow. I'm not saying that it has to be like that everywhere. No, it's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is that I have the blessing of having my family integrated with the things that happen in the congregation. I think that it is an excellent thing that your wife, your children, everybody around you have the passion for Christ and the church and the activities and the people and the activities, all of that. It is a blessing. It is a blessing. So I would say for to a pastor that it is an important aspect of the growth of the congregation for everybody, for every member to see that your own family is involved. Of course, I'm not saying that it has to be like that everywhere in every case, but I, I, I say that I feel myself blessed with that situation. I see my children involved, my, my wife very much involved. I would say that she is more than half of my ministry, mm. much, much more than that, because uh, all the ladies uh, come to her to pray, to uh, look for uh, advice and to share their problems, situations in the family. It is all to her. So... The wife is very important in the in the uh, role of pastor, and I would say that, and I pray for all the families, pastoral families, uh, that they have to be very cohesive and united in in their calling. Uh, I I hope that it's not going to be taking something kind of negative this thing, but I would say that it is very important that your family participate in the health and, and the activities and everything of the congregation. Mm. To have that support network for you as a pastor is a, yeah. is a really beautiful thing. 
Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you both so much for sharing your your experiences and your wisdom with us again today. And not to give too much of a spoiler, but folks, you'll get an opportunity to hear from Pastor Hector and Wonka again later this year. And so um, look forward to that and we'll learn some more from them then. But for now... Wonka, would you be willing to say a prayer for our pastors and ministry leaders um, as they look to put their own ministry action plans into action? Yes, of course. So, Heavenly Father, we pray today today for all the pastors and leaders in churches um, that love you, that are on a mission to live the gospel and preach the gospel. We ask, Father, that you give them creativity, uh, that you give them good relationships, that you give them uh, support from different people, from all kinds of people, so that they can expand their ministries, so that they can delegate into others uh, to create teams and to create um, incredible events so that Christ is, uh, you know, uh, always preached. Thank you, Lord, for all of the churches that we, that we, that, that we have and that they are gathering and they are looking to be healthy churches. We pray that, that families gather and, and that they are united into, into the mission of a healthy church, that the avenues grow and that the Holy Spirit moves people's hearts towards making uh, the, the mission of preaching and living the gospel. Thank you, Lord, for everything for this time, for Kara. And uh, we, we bless you. We have prayed in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, that's all for today, folks. Keep on until next time, living and sharing the gospel. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the GC Podcast. We hope you have found value in it to become a healthier leader. We would love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion on a topic or if there is someone who you think we should interview, email us at info at gci.org. Remember, healthy churches start with healthy leaders. Invest in yourself and your leaders.